Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For the day on Thursday, mostly sunny, near 50 degrees, tracking a cold front late Thursday night. That's going to keep our temperatures in the 40s on Friday and Saturday, back to around 50 on Christmas Eve. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 30 degrees straight up in our nation's capital at 259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up, breaking this morning, Colorado Supreme Court takes Donald Trump off the ballot in that state next year. The latest turn on the fate of the Confederate memorial in Arlington National Cemetery. I'm Dick Iuliano. People in Alexandria speak out on the impact of a proposed Potomac Yard redevelopment. I'm Matt Small. Maryland hospitals are working to track down patients to give them money back. I'm Kate Ryan. Like gains on Wall Street, Asian stocks mainly higher this morning. Good morning, 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. The Colorado Supreme Court says former president and current presidential candidate Donald Trump should not be allowed to be on the state's Republican presidential primary ballot. I'm Peter King. It took just a few moments for the Trump campaign to announce that it would go to the U.S. Supreme Court to appeal the Colorado ruling. Election law expert David Becker. For the United States Supreme Court to rule that a former president and current presidential candidate engaged in insurrection, even with all of the factual information they have, that's going to be a pretty high bar to me. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson says Trump has a tough case to make. This is stunning, but legally correct. The Colorado Supreme Court has found that those who seek to destroy our government from within cannot then represent it. Peter King, CBS News. The death toll continues to rise in Gaza, says CBS's Rami Innocencio in Tel Aviv. Israel's bombardment continues, with nearly 20,000 people now killed, says Gaza's Hamas-run health ministry. Israel's military says it's dismantled Hamas's northern brigade and taken control of Jabalia. Strikes that hit the refugee camp there killed at least 50. More strikes in southern Rafah killed almost 30 others. I lost two grandchildren, said this woman, one just two weeks old. The West Coast could see severe weather starting later today, says the Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. A major storm off the northern California coast that slides down into southern California. What that will lead to is very heavy rain in L.A., Santa Barbara, San Diego. That could lead to some mudslides, watching for rain in burn scar areas after wildfires that could lead to some issues. Likely flooding Thursday into Friday when many people be on the roads for holiday travel. This could be a lethal combination. The president of Mexico is none too happy about a new Texas law that gives state agents more powers in dealing with illegal immigrants. Mexico's president called the law inhumane. He said Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who signed the law on Monday, is going to lose favor among Mexican-American voters in his home state. Mexico plans to challenge the law. The Mexican leader has been highly critical of the measures Texas agents have been using to stop migrants, including placing sharp wires where they cross. Adrian Bard, CBS News, Mexico City. In Iceland, lava and toxic gas are spewing from a volcano. The BBC's Nick Beak is there. Experts worry the gases that continue to spurt out are polluting the air. But they say there won't be a giant ash cloud. That's because this volcano system is not trapped under glaciers. It may be that the most memorable part of this Christmas performance is over, but they're not letting down their guard here. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of of luxury vehicles at selectautoimports.com or visit us on Van Doren Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. Selectautoimports.com. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. WTOP at 304. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023. Welcome in. Mostly sunny, mild today for the middle of your week. The high 45 to 50 before we're done. We're at 30 degrees straight up in our nation's capital right now. A good Wednesday morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along this early hour. Our top local story, the latest we bring you now on the legal drama over whether or not the Confederate Memorial locally at Arlington National Cemetery can, in fact, be removed. WTOP's Dick Iuliano reports this Wednesday morning the on-again, off-again removal apparently is back on again this morning. A federal judge in Alexandria has cleared the way for the Army to continue removing the Confederate Memorial in Arlington National Cemetery. Scott Powell, spokesman for Save Arlington, a group fighting to preserve it, says unlike statues of Confederate Generals Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson... The memorial in Arlington is a statue of reconciliation. This was a very noble monument. This is a very different monument with much deeper meaning. The monument of a female figure representing the southern states was listed for removal by the Federal Commission that identified bases and installations honoring the Confederacy. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Cemetery officials say this morning they are required by law to complete the removal by the end of this year. WTOP at... 305. The reported $2.2 billion Potomac Yard project, which could see the Caps and Wizards move across the river to Alexandria, prompting mixed feelings in Alexandria right now. There's a revenue enhancement for, for the area and for Virginia. But Dan McGowan, who WTOP found shopping at the Potomac Yard Target, says while Virginia taxpayers like himself have a role in bringing Ted Leonsis' arena here, he should be picking up a larger share of the costs. The Washington Post reports a study produced by J.P. Morgan for Virginia says the state would need to create a sports and entertainment authority to issue a pair of bond offerings and pay up another $300 million from existing city and state funds. Even Marylanders like Shirley Harrison say the deal doesn't sit well with them. I don't think these people deserve the traffic that that will bring. Really, they have enough with people like us coming over here to shop. Now I want to add more? Oh, my God. In Alexandria, Matt Small, WTOP News. WTOP News Time 306. If you've ever taken a trip to the emergency room, you know the feeling of dread, especially when it comes to getting your hospital bill in the mail. 
But in the coming year, we hear that some people locally treated at Maryland hospitals may be getting some good news. The search is on for people who were billed for emergency care but should not have been. Maryland State Delegate Laura Charcutian explains. Someone who comes into the hospital, generally the emergency room or, or but otherwise, and is eligible for financial assistance is supposed to be informed about the possibility, uh, supported to apply and should receive it. But for years that didn't happen and millions of dollars was collected from patients who should not have had to pay. Now, the Baltimore Banner reports state agencies, hospitals, and the Health Services Cost Review Commission will work to identify those patients and issue refunds starting in mid-2024. The refunds will be issued to patients who were entitled to free care between 2017 through 2021. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP Wednesday morning at 307. Another day in court it was for the D.C. government when it comes to the spike in crime among young people and what happens to teens when they are arrested. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us Wednesday morning a judge in this case is still weighing if the district should be held in contempt for not having enough beds for the teens that are taken into custody. It's a case over the space available in a less jail-like environment for arrested kids at D.C.'s Youth Detention Center facility. It comes after the court ordered D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services to provide more shelter beds. Recently, it added 10 to its facility. And in court today, Sam Abed, director of DYRS, says they've signed contracts with three other independent facilities to offer 24 more beds by next March. Judge Andrea Hertzfield called the move progress, says she wants an update in March before deciding on whether the city should be held in contempt. At D.C. Superior Court, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Weather on the 8th. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Checking for a new crash. This one in Loudoun County, 28 northbound near the interchange for Waxpool Road and Church Road. Police and fire running both sides of 28. Check your mirrors for first responders. Now back on the interstates, I-95 southbound, headed south to the Prince William Parkway, continuing past the exit for Dale City toward the car rest area. Still getting by the work zone, single file to left, but as of late with lighter volume, delays of ease getting into and through the work zone. Further south on 95, they were still working south of the exit for Quantico uh, between mile markers 146 down to 144, oh, but only blocking a single left lane. The work zone that was northbound before you get up to Quantico, that work is cleared. Beyond that, nothing else in your way as you head up toward the Beltway in Springfield. If you're traveling on 395 northbound, works in the mains as you're north of Washington Boulevard and passing the Pentagon, still down to a single right lane for the bridge deck work. Now, if you're traveling on the Beltway, outer loop through lanes still closed between Alexandria and Oxon Hill as a result of overhead sign work in the through lanes. The local lanes remain open, though, and get by without delay. Inner loop of the Beltway coming across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge from Maryland into Virginia. So far, so good. Nothing affecting the local lanes or the through lanes on the inner loop side. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Plenty of sunshine moving through the afternoon hours today with temperatures around 45 to 50 degrees. Overnight, clear and cold. We're in the 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Our Thursday brings us lots of sunshine around 50 degrees, tracking a cold front late Thursday night, mid-40s for the day on Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center. Brother region this morning, 27 degrees. It's a chilly one. 
At DuPont Circle, 25, Germantown, 29, Annandale, 30 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Wednesday morning at 310. On WTOP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Where are your holiday travels taking you? If you think an airline or airport snafu is almost a given, you may be going to the wrong places. A ranking by the advocacy group Air Help finds overseas airports are best for passenger service. Tops in the U.S. was Minneapolis at number 13. Seattle was number 34. Detroit, 38. Americans over age 70 now hold nearly one-third of the nation's wealth thanks to soaring home values and stock market gains. The Fed says older baby boomers have accumulated over $14 trillion in additional net worth since the end of 2019. Apple is about to suspend sales of its most popular smartwatches through its online and retail stores after losing a patent dispute. But you'll still be able to get one from the usual third-party sellers. Just don't expect Apple to tell you. It's telling staffers to offer no advice in keeping with the spirit of the ruling. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Checking overseas in the 3 a.m. hour, Nikkei up by 457 points. The Cosby's up 46 points. The Hang Seng is up 86 points. The Shanghai, though, is down by 30. Good morning. Welcome in. 312 on WTOP. Glad you're with us this morning. Transparency and trust makes buying a car at Fitzgerald, Subaru, Gaithersburg, and Rockville a great experience. It all begins with a low price. In writing, posted on the window of every car, there's no haggling to get the low price or to know the monthly payment. It's all right there on the window. During the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to charity for every new Subaru sold or leased. Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. Call 888 888- Fits Mall today. That's the Fitz way. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter. On Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023. Welcome in. It'll be mostly sunny and mild throughout the day today. 45 to 50. Should be pretty nice this Wednesday. And Steve said it's not going to be as windy. You're waking up to the 20s this morning around the region. We are at 29 degrees. Now having dropped a degree in our nation's capital. Good morning to you. Dean Lane. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. 313 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Breaking this morning on WTOP, Colorado's High Court, the Supreme Court, kicking former President Donald J. Trump off the state's 2024 ballot over his role in the January 6th Capitol riot. The state's highest court ruling that he is not eligible to be president under an insurrection clause in the Constitution. It is expected to be appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. So how big a deal is this ruling this week? For more reaction, we talked to our Dimitri Sotis, who spoke with Politico congressional reporter Kyle Cheney to get his take. It's a very big deal with an asterisk, which is that the Colorado court said Donald Trump should not be on the 2024 ballot 
But if the Supreme Court is considering this, in Donald Trump even challenges this in the U.S. Supreme Court, we will put our decision on hold until that is resolved. So what this really does is force the issue to the U.S. Supreme Court, which we all suspect will take this up in pretty quick order. And what's fascinating is up until now, some other states had been trying this and it failed. It just wasn't getting any traction. Now we have Colorado's decision, as you say, kicking up to the Supreme Court. If somehow the U.S. Supreme Court said, you know what, uh, Donald Trump can't be on Colorado's ballot, would that have its own cascading effect? Absolutely. I mean, I think that would that's, that's an outcome that very few expect right now. But if the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court says Donald Trump cannot be on the ballot in Colorado, that's effectively saying he can't be on the ballot anywhere. And that would be seismic uh, in terms of the way it would impl- influence politics in the 2024 campaign, um, considering he's the front runner at the moment. And, and so, you know, no one expects that right now, but they will have to contend with it and at least to come up with some sort of answer to what Colorado did. You indicated that what I just proposed is highly unlikely. More likely than that the Supreme Court says, forget this, he's got to be on the ballot everywhere? I think that's that's a likelier outcome, just given the magnitude of a decision in the other direction. And you can also just say that Colorado's process was flawed and that it's not a good way to kick somebody off the ballot. And there may there may have to be some other process to determine whether someone joined an insurrection and somehow is ineligible to be president. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I can't help but notice, and I realize this is not the world's most astute political observation. The U.S. Supreme Court is taking up so much of what uh, Donald Trump's presidential future will look like but you know what even if it's not you know i mean even if it's obvious it is remarkable how much has piled up on their plate and just in the last couple of weeks even that you know four or five decisions they're going to have to make that could determine the trajectory of the 2024 election donald trump's future as a potential criminal uh, defendant in multiple cases uh, so really what's on their plate at this moment is, is unprecedented it's incredible uh, final thought that you have for us Sure. Um, I, you know, let's watch how this affects the timeline on the Supreme Court considering immune, Donald Trump's immunity from criminal prosecution in his Washington, D.C. case, which has also been on a kind of an emergency schedule. Uh, so now we have two things that may be on an emergency schedule at the same time. Political congressional reporter Kyle Cheney on WTOP in a conversation with our Dimitri Sotis. Some of the other top stories we're following for you Wednesday morning here on WTOP. A federal judge says that the Confederate Memorial locally at Arlington National Cemetery can come down after all. And top D.C. area officials say they can't afford to make up Metro's looming $750 million budget shortfall in total, but they can boost the transit agency through collective subsidies. More in minutes on WTOP. Stay with us. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. 
There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good Wednesday morning, middle of your week, December 20th. Thanks for sharing it with us this early hour. Time now, 3.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rich Hunter is in the WTOP Traffic Center. And authorities in the district looks like they're on the scene of the crash on MacArthur Boulevard at Newark Street. But it uh, does not appear that uh, traffic is stopped. You can, you can actually get by in both directions, so no worries there. If you're traveling elsewhere in the district, you're okay so far on I-295 North and DC-295 South headed into town. Uh, no major issues along Suitland Park, Ridge, South Capitol Street, New York Avenue, Northeast and Northwest, also free and clear. Uh, good news in Maryland, southbound I-95. Uh, the work's done as you head south toward the Baltimore Beltway in the process of being cleared from the right side. Stay left to get by. It gives them another 10 minutes. They'll have all lanes reopened. It does look like they've reopened the ramp uh, to the inner loop of the Baltimore Beltway. So good news there as well. Uh, beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed south toward the Capitol Beltway. Baltimore, Washington Park really looks good. Headed south toward the Beltway. Also in good shape inside the belt. We headed down toward the district line. And for folks who are headed up toward BWI Thurgood Marshall International Airport, North Palm Parkway looks good so far. Headed up toward I-195. Now in Virginia, out of loop, the through lanes remain closed uh, between the entrance just after Eisenhower Avenue and continuing across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Again, this is for overhead sign work. However, the local lanes remain open and do get by without delay. Rich Hunter, WTB Traffic. As we move through our Wednesday morning into the afternoon, plenty of sunshine to enjoy with temperatures around 45 to 50 degrees. It's not going to be as windy, so not going to have to deal with any wind chill factors. For tonight, clear and cold, mid-20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Another sun-filled day for your Thursday near 50 degrees. I'm tracking a cold front late Thursday night. That's going to keep our temperatures in the 40s come Friday and Saturday. Come Christmas Eve, looking at daytime highs around 50. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather. Center. You're waking up to a cold morning, 27 degrees in Alexandria, 32 pin quarter, 24 Columbia. This 3 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th, 2023. And again, as I said, having dropped a degree in the last few minutes, we're down to 29 in our nation's capital. We are brought to you this time around on WTLP by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber, heating and air. And coming right up this half hour on WTLP. A call to help solve Metro's budget crisis. I'm Dick Iuliano. WTOP at 321. Good morning. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of death among children? Three out of four child safety seats are not installed correctly. When installed and used properly, a child safety seat can reduce the risk of death by as much as 71%. Choose a safety restraint system based on your child's age, weight, and height. Test it out to make sure that it's an appropriate fit for both your child and your vehicle. Keep children safe by making sure they are properly restrained. Fitzgerald Auto Malls holds free child safety seat events on the third Thursday of every month. Get your child seat installed and inspected by a nationally certified technician on Thursday, December 21st from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. That's Thursday, December 21st from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. A properly installed child safety seat can mean the difference between life and death for a child. For more, please visit Fitzmall.com. 
Good Wednesday morning, December 20th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. Time now is 322. This is WTOP News. Let's talk transportation on WTOP Wednesday morning. Area governments responding to the drastic budget cuts proposed by Metro's general manager that we've been telling you about this week on WTOP as the system right now faces a $750 million budget deficit. Metro says 10 stations would be completely shut down and half of the Metro bus routes would be eliminated. Now a work group of the Metropolitan Washington Council of Government says it should help, but Metro needs to do more too. Metro has warned of sharp service cutbacks, fare hikes, and layoffs because of its big budget deficit, largely driven by the COVID shutdown. COGS Executive Director Clark Mercer says D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and the counties and municipalities that help fund Metro must come up with more money. Metro's base budget needs to be adjusted upwards, and that's consistent with every other business in the public and private sectors. A COG work group also recommends targeted service reductions and working with local leaders to determine what stays and what goes. What routes are we talking? What does that mean for Metro train? What does that mean for bus? The group also recommends fare hikes and lowering administrative costs. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Won't be quite the same as a trip to the forest, say, but the parking lot you pull into the next time could soon have a lot more greenery. Locally, Fairfax County's Planning Commission on this recommending more trees and shrubs. Fairfax now reports this week parking lots with 10 or more spaces would be required to also have more green spaces. Currently, trees are required to be planted if there are 20 or more parking spots. The Fairfax County Board of Supervisors expected now to make a final decision on this measure on the proposal next month. California regulators approving new rules that would let water agencies recycle wastewater. It could mean the water in California used to flush a toilet could be recycled through the kitchen faucet. For decades, it's been a struggle to find reliable sources of drinking water. We live in California where the drought uh, happens all the time, and with climate change, it will only get worse. At the Santa Clara Valley Water District, Kirsten Struve says it may not sound pleasing, but recycled water is super clean. Colleague Lakeisha Bryant says it's a three-step process. Microfiltration, reverse osmosis, and ultraviolet light disinfection, and the water is pure pure water at the end. This is not a requirement. California is just the second state to allow wastewater to tap water following Colorado. I'm Ed Donahue. A state commission in Minnesota is picking a new state flag to replace one many Native Americans consider to be offensive. The commission says a new flag should feature an eight-pointed white north star against a dark blue background shaped like the state with a solid light blue field at the right, echoing Minnesota's state motto, Star of the North, and honoring its waterways. Commission Vice Chair Anita Gall says the public has provided input, has guided us, and I think what we have ended up is a quality product. The current flag includes a Native American riding off into the sunset while a white settler plows his field with a rifle nearby. Allison Keyes, CBS News. Unless lawmakers reject them, both the flag and new seal chosen earlier this month become official next year on April 1st. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think Red. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, December 20th. Glad you're with us. 325 Indeed Sports Time at Rob's turn this morning. Maryland was a 19 and a half point favorite over Nichols, but barely escaped College Park with a 73-67 victory over former Terps assistant Tavon Sadler's Colonels. Kevin Willard told Big Ten Network. I thought they played phenomenal. I thought they came out, played aggressive. He's doing such a great job. As one of my former assistants, to watch him come in here and do, and do the job he did. I'm so happy for Tavon. And that's why I hate playing my former assistants. They know all your stuff and just happy for him and what a great job he's doing. All seven of Maryland's victories this season have come at home where the